This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Are you looking to really accelerate your personal growth? If so, go to my website and download the free Abundance Benchmark. It's going to give you some amazing feedback on where you're stuck in life. Again, it's totally free, and you can grab yours right now at MatthewBivens.com. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. Today's episode is a special one for you out there listening because today we have an epic challenge. And I am incredibly excited to have invited back a very close friend of mine back to the show. Uh, She was on an episode a number of months ago. And um, her name is Sandy Chambers. Sandy, how are you being today? I am fabulous. Thank you, Matthew. Wonderful. I'm very excited about being back, hanging with you, my friend. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'm excited as well. Uh, We had a phenomenal conversation when you were first on the podcast back in April. Uh, We were talking about mission statements and powerful words, the power of words and unconditional love. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And so when I started this new segment on Epic Challenges, um, I really wanted to talk to you again because of the, first of all, the, the just massive amount of insight and wisdom that you have, but also because when it comes to epic challenges and when it comes to moving through things that we are blocked in in life, you are a person of massive action. And so I think for all of us to learn and hear about how you have um, experienced and responded to your epic challenge is going to be incredibly inspiring. So Thank you, Sandy, for joining me again. You're very welcome. And real quick for you listening, if you want to check out the first episode that Sandy and I did, um, it's going to be in the show notes. And the name of that episode is Igniting Your Guttural Brush Fire, The Impact of Mission Statements, Powerful Words, and Unconditional Love with Sandy Chambers. So go check it out. It is amazing. All right, Sandy, today is all about epic challenge. So Before we jump into your epic challenge, I just want to um, explain to those listening exactly what an epic challenge is. Maybe we can both give it a shot. I'll explain uh, what I think it is, and then you can you can give your take. And um, so, for me, an epic challenge is an area in your life in which you are stuck. You're stuck in your understanding. You're stuck in your ability to create a new experience, and as a result, you just continue to have breakdowns. It's an area where you keep hitting your head against the wall and you truly want to experience something different. And an epic challenge can occur in any area of life. Sex, family, money, religion, children, your work, any area. No area is immune. So that's what we get into on this show. How does that sound, Sandy? 
That sounds like a wonderful way to look at it. And I'm, of course, you know, I'm going to throw something out that I've been working on. (laughs) That's a little different paradigm shift for me. And that the whole aspect of looking at an epic challenge being keeping me as part of the co-creative process. So to shift from there that I'm stuck, that I keep hitting my head against the wall, that something's not in a line. I've started to say and experience what is what's something that keeps coming up for me that is not a result that I would really like to experience that I'm like, hmm, wonder why this result keeps coming up for me. And I say that I don't want to experience this result this way. So what do I need and who do I need to be to attract or to, I love this new word, rendezvous with a different Hmm. result. And part of that is, acknowledging me that whatever I'm going through right now is actually what I need to know and is giving me information on the shifts that I can make, the um, directions that I can go to actually then achieve or experience this new experience that I want to have. So instead of like, oh, why do I keep bumping my head up against the wall to say, oh, thank you for letting me see that that is really still how I am, that that mindset is still where I'm, where I'm on the gerbil wheel. So thank you very much. And that then I get this momentum to move in a different direction, in a very powerful direction. And then that momentum creates action because then I'm inspired to do something differently. I have a download about actions and things that I can take because I've now had the thought shift and the momentum shift of in a direction for a different experience. There. How's that? Oh, I like, I love that. I love that because... And you, you always have to make sure that it's translatable, what I just said, because, you know, sometimes I say stuff and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you just said. Oh, that so. has definitely happened. It <laughs> totally has. <laughs> well, what I, what I, the big thing I took away from what you just shared was that um, the epic challenge or the area in your life that where, you, where you're feeling like you aren't having the result that you want, it's feedback, right? It's just, it's just information. Yeah. So you are saying that you want to have a different result, but somewhere within you, that's not resonating. You know, somewhere within you, that that part of you still wants to experience the same thing. So there's feedback in that area, but then there's also feedback in the challenge itself, the thing that's actually frustrating you. Like that's giving you information. That's giving you um, data that you can then use to say, ah, okay, that's how I'm showing up. That's what those those thought patterns that I'm having are producing. Ah, okay, I understand now. So let me try to adopt a different way of thinking, a different way of looking at it. And then it starts to create that momentum that you talked about that can propel you to just incredible places. That's what I took from what you said. Yes. 
great recap. Thank you. Boom. I love it. We're an awesome team. <laughs> we are an awesome team. <laughs> and okay, I, let's roll, because I think us talking about my epic challenge is going to paint the picture. It is. Clearly. Wonderful. So let's, let's, yeah, jump into that. What, Sandy, right now is your epic challenge? How would you describe it? My epic challenge is very succinct, and it is who do I be to be an intermediate player in the game? And that's the Your Day Balance game, and that is a game day measurement. And this is probably where you can become a little clearer, Matthew, about describing that. But the game day is what um, we take every 90 days to see how we're showing up in life in different measurements, cardio, strength, uh, flexibility, and body composition. So I've been in the game for three years, maybe going on four years. I get lose track. And I've played at beginner level uh, all of this time. And when I first started in the game, I was a beginner 35, I think. And then I moved very quickly to beginner 50-ish. And this is where I've been hanging for most of the time. And I have been, and that's what, that's what it's felt like. It's kind of been hanging around this certain result. And most of that has been in the I've maxed out the flexibility and I've maxed out the strength area. So it's a matter of body comp and cardio. And part of what goes on for me is the whole body comp. So I was very successful initially learning, uh, dropping about 30, 40 pounds. And then I've been on this plateau. And the epic challenge comes from it was, okay, if I take gluten out of my diet, ooh, that's going to make a huge difference. Okay, if I take all processed sugars out of my diet and I cut down on even uh, fruit and things like that, that's going to make a huge difference. Oh, if I um, start doing, um, build up my intensity in my workout, oh, that's going to make a huge difference. Oh, if I do a... A 10-day juice fast, that's going to make a difference. Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> mm. You know, year-ish. I'm not talking about a short period of time. I'm not talking about, oh, I tried that for a couple months and it didn't work. I've tried consistently different things and consistently made them a part of my lifestyle. And yet here I am still at this 200-pound experience. And I'm like... So that's why I came up with the epic challenge because beginning to play at an intermediate level, the thing that I need to have a shift in is my body comp. Mm. So that's how it came up because I'm like, I'm really interested in playing at which the reason I'm interested in playing at an intermediate level is that I'm interested in feeling powerfully, 
feeling a powerful body experience, having the flexibility, having the ability to go on the run on the weekend, uh, having, you know, climbing, you know, Stone Mountain, um, zipping around, uh, you know, I love buying beautiful clothes so that I have the experience of, you know, the fabric draping on me really well and all of that, like all of that. I'm like, yes, I want to have that experience. And yes, do I feel like my body is so much more powerful now than have that I've felt in years? Absolutely. And do I show up in a very healthy way in other areas of my life, like in my blood test and my blood pressure and like all of those like other normal tests out there. Absolutely. I have beautiful flowing colors and all of that. So I just think it's fascinating. You know me, I love that word. I think it's fascinating that my body wants to hang out at this weight. So hence the epic challenge. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, no, I get it. That's that's an epic challenge. And uh, tell me real quick, what is your current game day score? My current game day score is 56. 56. Cool. And the reason why I asked is because, um, you know, you and I have been playing the, the Yorday Balance game for a number of years. And we understand that most people, when they, when they step in and take a game day, um, which, as you said, you know, measures uh, those four different areas, the body composition, strength, cardio and flexibility um, and the game day is just a, a, a tool for feedback it gives you feedback and on how you know the different habits that you've been maintaining in your life and how they are showing up in your body and most people when they come in they score you know I think it's between a 30 and a 40 so they score down in that range um, and you're sitting at a 56 so your your score is higher than the average of most people but um, in order to graduate to the different levels, so you have, you have the, I'll, I'll back up, you have the five levels, um, beginner, intermediate, advanced, pro, and all-star. And in order to, to move up a level, you have to score at least a 90 in the level that you're in. So for you, you want to go from beginner to intermediate. In order to do that, you need to score a 90 in beginner, and then you're able to take the next level exam and then you know, proceed on and on. So I'm just trying to set up context to show uh, to the, the listener that, you know, scoring a 90 in beginner is a large jump for many people from where they first come in to then being able to score a 90. Because again, most people come in around a 30 or 40. And so, you know, you're at a 56. And there's, you know, there's a, a couple of points between 56 and 90. And so, you know, that's a gap that you are looking to cover. And as you shared, um, the body composition area is, is the area where um, it sounds like you have a lot of points to potentially gain. And the body composition is really about, you know, because we understand the, the, the metaphysics, the metaphysical side behind all of this. 
And correct me if I'm wrong, the body composition is about attachments, correct? You said what, Matthew? About what? Body composition is about your attachments, the things that you Oh, are your attachments. To. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's, you know, that's an interesting aspect to your epic challenge as well. Yes, because I've been releasing all types of what I have thought have been attachments. Yeah. To relationships to, uh, since I started the game, relationships to where I live, to how I live, to um, food. It hasn't been just my diet. I mean, I've released so many things, paradigms. I, I'm like a, I, like a cleaning machine. And again, that's why it's an epic challenge because I'm like, huh, still haven't gotten to whatever it is that's the underlying attachment to what I'm clearly holding on to. Yeah, yeah, and and, and what I think is powerful about um, how you've described some of the actions that you've gotten into, which we will get into on the third part of this conversation, the specific actions that you've taken. But when when a lot of people are faced with something like this where they're trying to make a shift in their body, they, they tend to go in on the fitness part, right? And you talked about, okay, well, maybe I'll try to increase some of my, my running or increase some of my weight training. Some people tend to go in on the diet part. So, okay, maybe I need to shift a little bit in what I'm eating. I need to reduce my sugars and, and increase my, my leafy green vegetables. But I have, have experienced that you know less people will will put emphasis on what you and I understand to be the most important part in all of this, and that's the consciousness. And that's what you know we're talking about with releasing these different attachments. That's really focusing in the consciousness piece, which is is where we believe. I mean, I I won't speak for you, Sandy, but I believe you can experience the greatest shifts, not in the physical, not in the you know more more exercising or shifting your diet but in how you're relating to all of it. And that's what I heard you also talk about. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. It is very much about how I'm, at least that's my understanding. Mm. And so I'm, and that's part of what the beauty is about having this as an epic challenge is that I'm really continuing to look at what is my relationship to life because that's that's what's going to help me get down to the core to the core of what's really going on I think and as the and as we get into this as I um because it's been uh, amazing the things that um things that I have stored in from history that I've had um things that I think that I have a, a very balanced and powerful paradigm about, I have, I realize, oh, mm, I can see still where I've been um, disempowering internally. You know, it's that in the secrecy, we've talked about that. I think we even talked about that. It's like, how am I living my life in the secrecy? So it's how am I relating really deep inside to life? This isn't about 
how I'm appearing on the outside because I'm very masterful at appearing even to myself, very charismatic, very connected, very aware. And I think what I have really realized in this process is that depth of connectedness and charism and awareness, I only allowed to go to a certain depth within and that's what I'm really getting in touch with now as I work on this epic challenge. I am so happy you said that, Sandy. I'm so happy <laughs> you talked about the, the, the depth and going in and really looking at your relationship to life. Because I think, especially around this, this thing called an epic challenge, like we don't want to go deep. You know, because we might know consciously or subconsciously that there's things in there that have have deep roots or scars that, you know, are still, you can still feel them. And so we don't want to go deep. And it's funny, when you said that, it reminded me of um, Tony Robbins' documentary, I'm Not Your Guru. I don't know, did, did you watch that? We talked about it in our accountability group, but did you watch it? I've only seen little excerpts of it here okay. and there. I haven't had a chance to watch the full thing, but I understand it's phenomenal. Yeah, it was really great. And one of the the first breakthroughs that they show in the documentary is a girl, and, and Tony asks the question, he's like, okay, uh, who's got an area in life that they're stuck in? You know, essentially, who's got an epic challenge? And she stands up and she says, I do, and it's around my diet. And as a, as a viewer, I'm like, I don't think it's around your diet. I think there's something else. <laughs> And and Tony just just honed in on that and and, you know, had asked her in like three or four questions, was able to go deep. And what you saw was that her epic challenge wasn't her diet. You know, that was what she was willing. That was the depth that she was willing to go to initially. But her challenge was about her her fundamental relationship and feelings towards her father and towards herself. And so I'm so happy that you said, you know, going deep and you talked about depth and you talked about exploring what your relationship to life is, because I think that in order to have breakthrough, you know, you have to go into those, those places and really like dredge that stuff up and look at it. And that's how you have huge breakthroughs. So thank you, Sandy. Absolutely. You know, the other thing I love too, is that at the end of the Olympics, there's a armor all commercial with Michael Phelps and it talks about uh, what he does in the dark. I think oh, it's wow. what he does in the dark and to me, it just said, you know, like whatever he does, like out of the public eye, like out of, you know, when he's in his lane and he's, and that's what I feel like when I'm in my lane and I'm doing the things that I call like in the secrecy of the way that I talk to myself when I get up in the morning and I'm brushing my teeth and I'm the way that I, you know, take care of where I live and the way that I, um, you know, all of those small in the secrecy conversations that go on in my head and in my visceral responses to things, all of those awarenesses, I think sometimes too, Matthew, it's, I all, I all also see that it's not so much that I have to like dig them up and like go through all the garbage piles and see like all the nuances of all the shit that's in the garbage Sometimes I just have to really just acknowledge, oh, yeah, I've been carrying that around. And that is not, that is not a powerful 
relationship, nor is that a powerful piece of baggage that I want to carry anymore. And so mm. all I do is just let it go. And really, to in that, in the simplicity of it, a lot of times it is that way. Sometimes it takes a little bit more, you know, because sometimes I have big attachments to shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a little while to get it all cleaned out. And sometimes it is very simply a matter of just releasing the hand on the garbage bag. Mm. I love that. Awesome. Well, Sandy, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, uh, we're going to get into um, some of the feedback that you received from your accountability group all about your epic challenge. So we will take a quick break and be right back. You've just been listening to someone boldly and honestly share their current epic challenge. But I know right now there is an area in your life in which you are stuck and would like to experience a breakthrough. If that sounds like you, then I'm inviting you to join me on the podcast so that we can explore your epic challenge together. Having been on both sides of epic challenges for almost three years now, I know that it takes courage, transparency, and accountability to create a breakthrough. I'm willing to hold a space for you to create a new result if you're willing to step into it. So to nominate yourself to join me on the podcast, just hop over to my website, matthewbivens.com, click on the tab that says Epic Challenge, and drop me your information. When you experience a breakthrough, we all win. So if you're finally ready to create a new result in your life, then submit your Epic Challenge today. All right, we are back. And Sandy, thank you so much for... Uh, sharing your epic challenge and going into a lot of detail around that. And um, let's just succinctly state your epic challenge again. I have, who do I be to be an intermediate player? Is that correct? Yes. All right, awesome. So now what I want to do is let's shift a little bit and let's go into some of the feedback that you received because um, you and I are in the same COI or circle of influence, which is um, our weekly accountability group. And it's in this group that we talk about epic challenges. And that's where the idea, um, the concept of an epic challenge was first introduced to me. So you have brought your epic challenge to the group for some feedback and you received some feedback, I think um, more than one time. So I would like to, uh, for you to just talk to me a little bit about the feedback that you received on this particular epic challenge. When I first um, had the download to make this an epic challenge, I uh, the initial feedback was from um, my trainer and coach and friend and mentor day was to really take on a um, a total body cleanse and then um, also to participate in the fun runs on Saturday morning and then also to look at my um, ability to be open in and in a community and, and sort of at a trust level with the community and, and look at some um, being with an abundant loving relationships within the community and, and experiencing, um, friendship and intimacy and things like that, opening up to that. So those were three of the main areas of feedback that I got about the Epic challenge. 
Did any of that feedback surprise you? Uh, no, it, it, no, it didn't surprise me because I know that, um, I've had hesitancy about running because of some things that had my discomfort in my hip. And, and so I kind of, I could feel the reins kind of like pulling back. And then, um, when it came to like, having experienced abundant love within the community, I was like, okay, well that will come when I have a primary relationship. And so, you know, people are doing their thing and, you know, I grew up an only child and I know how to play nice in the sandbox with myself. So that, (laughs) that will come later, you know, when I have a primary relationship, la la la. And then the cleanse part is uh, from day, it is, I had been doing uh, a number of juice cleanses, water cleanses for a period of time. And so I trust him in that way of him uh, really, he wanted me to get some coaching on some full body cleansing. And so I, it didn't surprise me because, you know, coaches always tell you things at times that you're like, oh, okay, I don't. I don't know what that does, but great. So it didn't surprise me that he came from something like that. I knew he was just getting a download about what he saw that I uh, could possibly benefit from. So I was like, okay, let's rock and roll. So I took action in different areas. Mm. And we're going to get into that action in a minute. But uh, I want to go back to abundant love because you said that phrase a couple times, and I know what it is. But uh, the the listeners out there may not. So will you describe what the heck you're talking about when you say uh, (laughs) abundant love? Well, abundant love for me is really to begin to open myself up and begin to really uh, trust myself in being with um, a group of people in in intimate, uh, loving relationships and that those that are I'm inspired to live life with. So it could mean anything from how we hang together and and uh, spend time together to having um, different levels of intimacy with one another. And um, that was a little, that was a definite paradigm shift for me because, um, you know, I grew up very old school with a lot of, I call it old school, very, specific thoughts around who I should have intimacy with and when I should have intimacy with and um, having open conversations and open experiences with people were um, a definitely a paradigm shift. But that is also, um, and one of the other practices that I have started is um, oming. Uh, It's orgasmic meditation. And I was privileged to get to see Nicole Daydon, um at Serenby talk about uh, oming and orgasmic meditation. And I knew that there was this tremendous energy that was experienced through, you know, the God energy that was experienced in sexual energy. And I was very interested in what is that God energy that people talk about that's related to an experience in the sexual realm. And then it's 
just not about sex. It's about this energy and this connection that happens between people and within myself. And that was what I was very interested in experiencing through the Abundant Love Sessions and through this oming practice. And so that's what I dove into. And I might be skipping ahead a little bit, but... No, no, so. that's... I, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's important because I wanted to uh, really paint the picture uh, about what Abundant Love was and then why it was important to you. And what I got from it is that it's important to you because uh, there was <clears throat> that, what you said, God energy, that, that energy that you can tap in through through this intimate experience with another person and really with yourself. And, and uh, you discovered oming and, you know, jumped into that as a way to connect. And what I, what I think is pretty interesting about the feedback you received, uh, when, we're, when we were talking about your epic challenge, we, we broke down um, the three different areas that you can approach or tap into or look into to experience, you know, to create new results. And that's, you know, the, the physical, the fitness area, and then the, the lifestyle and the diet, the nutrition, and then the consciousness. And so the feedback you received was really to get into action in each of those three areas. So the, you know, the fun run is all about moving your body. That's the, that's the physical. And then the cleansing, you know, that, that's about, you know, moving those things uh, through your body and, and, and detoxifying. And um, I would consider that part of like the lifestyle piece. And then the abundant love, that's all about connecting and relating to yourself and others. And that's the whole consciousness piece. And so I think that's really, really cool that um, you were experiencing this thing in your life that you wanted to shift. And therefore, to shift it, you, you hit it from three different angles, which I think is, is a powerful way to look at uh, creating a different result, especially because your initial epic challenge was around, you know, the, the physical, like, how do I get my physical body to shift? And you didn't just focus on the physical, you also looked at your lifestyle, and you also looked at the consciousness piece. And so I think that's amazing that um, really, you received that sort of feedback. And what I'm also taking from it is just the power of having a coach, somebody who can give you feedback like that, because who knows, maybe you may not have, have gotten that type of feedback. Um, if you just come up with a solution on your own. Yes. And you know, Matthew, the one thing that I think has been so powerful for me in participating and using the tools with the Your Day Balance game and um, game days and interaction with this inspiring group of people is that it really, there is a physical aspect to the things that we do with the workout and the, and the choices that we make with our food and all of that. But the thing that has been most powerful to me is that this is an arena where I can really look at how I'm really re relating to something. And let me just tell you, when I'm out there on a four mile, for me, walk slash jog, there are so many things that I get to see and experience in my relationship to myself, to others that I don't get by just hanging out and, you know, walking down the street with, you know, looking at the pretty flowers and all yeah. of that. Like there is something about that, um, 
putting myself in, again, I don't like to call it a stressor, but something out totally outside of what I normally do to go up against a fear that like that. There's something about coming up against something, the courage and the uh, direct approach to being willing to connect on a level that breaks through a fear pattern. There's something so magical that opens up that creates this empowering connection and clarity of connection within that has that I have found so useful in uh, the game and the way that the game has has been set up because it's the same when I did my cleansing process going through that six weeks of doing different uh, cleansing activities um, there again so many things uh, would come up and I have these downloads and about and a disempowering way that I was relating to something and and also insights into powerful ways that I was relating to things and that I could then begin to build on that momentum. And so true about the oming and the um and the abundant love sessions and things like that that they were again the in it when I, what really helps me is that I I almost like it I get out of the act of what is going on and I really get into the connection of what is happening, the connection to the people, places, or things that are that are actually happening, and what is that? What am I uh, sensing? What is that I'm um, getting in touch with through the connections and the intimacy of that particular thing that I'm actually participating in? Mm, I love that. That's powerful. Yeah, it has been a great <laughs> gift since day one that I started um, participating. It, it, it's just been phenomenal. And I didn't come in thinking, oh, well, this is how I'm going to approach this. It was the, I think it was the environment. I think that also comes from the place that... Uh, Day Adioba holds the founder of Your Day Balance Game. I think it's the space that he holds that is he has a tremendous understanding and uh, compassion for people's possibility, and he calls it their greatness. But I think it's just their authenticity of who you are in the in the pureness of it. He understands and and uh, holds the space for people to to connect in that way and that walking into that was also I think what I, I well totally what I was interested in having as my next experience and it just it started to resonate for me from day one and not just through my interactions with day but through everyone that is um committed and intimately playing all aspects of the game. So, yeah. And, and, you know, we've, we've segued into sort of segued into part three about the actions you took, but what is, what I think is profound and inspiring about you is that yes, the space was there and yes, you had the suggestions and yes, you had, you've been given some tools and support, 
but you still had to walk into it. Like you still had to show up. You still had to, to do those. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yes, that's right. Yeah. Like it still required your presence and your participation. And that's what I freaking love about you, Sandy, because um, I have watched you get into to massive action is the best way that I can put it. And, and just to, you know, recap from what I heard, you were, you did a number of things. Like you took a number of actions um, that were very specific to this epic challenge. And one of them was a six week cleanse. The other one was participating on a four mile run on Saturday with the, with the, the group, with the team, a fun run. And then the third was oming and getting into the oming practice. So let's, let's start real quick with the cleanse. You did a six-week cleanse, and that cleanse hit all different organs and parts of your body and things like that, correct? Yes, yes, it was a... I went to um, the Koisman Whole Body Cleanse Center, and they have a um, the Mac Daddy, <laughs> I call it, the <laughs> Mac Daddy Cleanse, and... When you say massive action, you can take a year or whatever to, you know, gradually pick and choose the cleansing options. And when I went in to look at their program um, and I looked at the Mac Daddy thing, I said, uh, do you need like how how is the best way to do this? And they said it's really beneficial just to go in and and continue in a six week process the all the cleansings of the small intestine, large intestines, the liver, the kidneys, the bladder, the adrenals, la, 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 la. And they have it all laid out and specifics of what you do and da, 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 da. And I said, okay, let's do it. And so for six weeks, it's a very specific regime that you're in. And so I had no idea what I was getting myself into <laughs> And the intensity of what went on in those six weeks, and it was truly an amazing gift to my life and um, an amazing, I think, gift to my body. I think that's when I really started to really honor my body and learn ways that I had or really get a sense of ways that I had how my body is so incredibly amazing that it will take whatever it is that I get it, give it and convert it into energy in a way that I can use it. Like it's, it's just like, Oh, okay, great. That might not be the most optimal thing for me to take in, but I'll take it in and I'll give you, you know, energy back because that's what I do. I'm, you know, I'm a body. I just think that's when I realized like how, magical the body was. And I started to have reverence. You know, they talk about in scripture about your, your body is a temple and having reverence for this temple. I really started a whole new intimate relationship with my body. Wow. Yeah. I imagine going through a, that sort of process, you start to start to uh, be able to relate and feel and recognize all different areas of your body. And I think your cleanse that you went through and really the other actions you took as well uh, is just a testament to your, your ability to trust the process. Because like you said, you had no idea what you were getting into 
and didn't know the level of intensity that you'd experience, but you just, you just trusted the process. You trusted day, you trusted, you know, the feedback and you said, okay, I'm going to go for it. Right. Yes. So talk to me about the fun run or go ahead. Oh yeah. The fun run. Yes. That was another thing too, for a person who, for me, I've never, uh, had an, uh, relationship to running and, uh, from a breath perspective as, or from a body perspective, I've, I've always been a walker and I've done, um, a half marathon before, but it was a walk run process. That was a very amazing accomplishment for me. So when I was, um, supported in going on the fun run, which is what it is. It's a fun run. It's not like you have to meet a certain number, blah, blah, blah. And the community is there and, you know, it's also a very humbling experience because someone in the community who like rocks it out usually is there hanging with me in the, during the fun run at whatever level of walking or jogging that I'm doing, they're hanging with me through the whole process, which is also for me, I just wanted to say, okay, go on and I'll catch up. (laughs) Like, (laughs) No, no, Sam, you know, we're all the communities so are all hanging, you know, together and, and just the camaraderie and everything alone. That part was really, you know, very humbling for me as well. And what came out of that also is that, you know, I've had this thing going on with my hip and I kept addressing it through massage and energy work and, um, and then as I began these fun runs, it really started, I started to get really incapacitated with the, uh, ability to actually walk and, and without being in a heavy duty level of pain. So I jumped in and, um, uh, through again, this is how, when I'm in the synchronicity of life, how beautiful, and easily and effortlessly unfolds. I was speaking to this woman and she was telling me about her process of uh, what was going on with her hip. And as she was describing her hip pain and she was talking about this orthopedic guy that she went to, um, I was like, oh my God, that is exactly, she was describing the pain in the areas and how my body processed pain, like she was described, like she knew what was my body was going through. Wow. And so um, what magically came out of that, then I went to um, this orthopedic and we had an MRI done and um, the MRI came back and yes, I had a couple of tears in a couple different parts easily. Um, Supposedly, I haven't, I don't know yet because I'm in this process right now, supposedly very easy to take care of and um something that I would have needed to have repair work done because I've, it's not something that could, well, something that at this moment, I don't have the capacity to heal that particular tear, but something easily taken care of. But on the flip side of that, when I had my first MRI, they called me and said, Oh, San, um, we saw something that we're not sure exactly what it is. And we need you to go back and have a full pelvic MRI. And, they found this cyst that was, they say, they say it's the size of an apple hanging out in my abdomen. And I'm like, wow, that's fascinating. So clearly my body is relating to things 
and processes that I don't have any idea like what's really kind of going on. So I'm right in the middle right now of finding out a little bit more about the cyst and how I want to handle that so that I can go in and get my hip taken care of. But that's the kind of thing that is this, when I trust the process and this beautiful unfoldment of things and really beginning to honor this body as a temple that I now I'm, I, you know, I'm getting feedback on and all of those all of that physical feedback I know is supporting me and making the breakthroughs that I need to break through physically on this um, and supporting this body vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I just heard you say is that you wouldn't have found out about the cyst, which you're now, you know, working on taking care of, had you not begun participating in the fun run and had you, had you not really been listening to your body and viewing it, as a temple so like all of that like like you said the the beautiful unfolding of of the process like that's can't make that stuff up you cannot make that stuff up yes all right so tell me about the third piece of action that you took um with the oming because this is something that i've had the pleasure to experience with you and uh, i know you really jumped into oming so talk to me about that Yes, this is the other thing that you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> so part of, shortly after I had the um, feedback on the Epic Challenge, I got this email and um, from um, where this woman, Nicole Daydone, was coming into Atlanta and she was going to be speaking. And I thought, I had looked, seen her stuff through Facebook and Again, it was this orgasmic meditation, and I I had read a little bit about what she was doing and what she was about, and she was very much about understanding that um, what uh, energy and what the having a very powerful relationship to sexual energy, um, what that could really mean for people in the way that they were able to connect with one another, honor one another. Um, really be in a loving space with one another because they were connecting to another human individual and to this energy, this God energy. And I was all about that. So I went to see her in Serenby and then um, I got her book. And because I was, I just started to just really started to inquire about this orgasm energy and so when I read her book, Slow Sex, it talked about she gave a 10-day challenge. Well, the first part about this was really uh, interesting because I'm, I'm not in a relationship at this point. I was like, and it, it really is the orgasmic meditation is with two people. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what? okay, so I've got to be, I have to find someone that I can trust and, and, and that will that won't think that I'm whacked out when I say, okay, I'd like to, I'd like to have an own partner. So you and I had had um, a conversation together and we were having lunch together and I was, was talking about this oming process or whatever. And I had this download and I was like, Matthew, how about if you are an own partner for me? And you were like, 
Okay. And I don't think either one of us really realized like what the hell we were saying yes to. We were just like, okay, yeah. okay, let's, let's figure this out and let's do this. Yeah. And so we did. And it was so magical in a way that um, really started the exploration into this connecting in this really beautiful way with the energy and connecting with another human being. Yeah. It really so did. It sparked off a lot for both of us. Yes, it really did. And um, then I got the book, and then she talks about um, if you're really interested in really connecting to understanding the connection of what's possible with another human being and also exploring deeper into this um, sexual energy, um, just the energy of sex, not so much the practice of sex, but the energy of sex, then she had this 10-day challenge. And she, you, you own for 10 days with these very specific guidelines for these 10 days. And so I went to Day and I said, oh, you know, who's very much a practitioner in the way that, you know, he wants to understand in all ways, the connections and the um, uh, understanding the patterns and the connections and all that kind of thing. And I said, hey, how about if we take this on and see what comes out of that? And he was like, okay. So we own for 10 days and followed the instructions. Mm -hmm. And I, there were connections and connecting to another human being and connections that I had made, uh, within deep deep within that came from a way that i knew that i was safe and secure in a very um honoring situation that i i don't know that i ever could have well i haven't i mean i, I i've done all kinds of transformational work i've done all kinds of you know traditional therapy work blah 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 you know, and I do my yoga and I have my meditation practice on a daily basis and my yoga practice on a weekly basis. And she talks about that this form of meditation will become just as much as we talk about regular meditation and yoga practice that uh, orgasmic meditation will be just as much of a household practice yeah. as these other forms. And she talks about that and she's been doing this for 20 years studying and understanding the practice of oming. So that also in making this huge connection to myself and those really deep uh, patterns of thought and, um, and also having wonderful, sometimes they're so small, but just having beautiful connections and beautiful conversations and me being able to be more authentically expressed, that to me, that ability to be centered and to be able to speak my authenticity has been such a groundbreaking, epic release for me mm. that it makes me and my body composition go, okay, well, whatever huh. body, I, wow. I'm just going to love you and I'm going to keep feeding you healthy things and I'm going to keep exercising and I'm going to just love you, love you, love you. And if you want to show up like this, then let's rock and roll. <laughs> you know, that's kind of where I'm at at this point, you know, and, 
Um, mm. And we'll see, you know, we'll see if at some point, you know, the I have a different relationship to the physical size expression of this body, if that changes at some point, and if not, you know, I am at, I'm getting to be at peace. I can't say that I'm fully there yet, but so I, that's why I continue to hold on to the epic challenge. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, that um, I know that I feel complete once because I've dealt with other epic challenges and I know that I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm complete and I can move on and I'm, I'm not there yet. So we're still in the process of it. What I'd love to do, Sandy, is um, since you are still in the process of your epic challenge and I mean, some of the things that that some of the actions you were taking, such as the 10 day oming that that wrapped up, was it last week? It's very... Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe even now, a couple weeks. I think it was okay. probably, it'll be like two weeks on Sunday. Okay. I mean, it's, we're chatting on a Thursday, so it'll be like two weeks on Sunday. But it's recent. It's it's recent. So like Yes, recent. Yes, yeah. yes, so yes. The yes. things that you've been doing are very recent. And so what I'd love to do is uh, follow up with you in, in perhaps a couple weeks or a couple months and see where your epic challenge is at that point. And also see some of the uh, the additional the, you know, the, the actions you're going to take next, because um, I experienced you as a person who is about taking massive action. You know, you jumped into a six week cleanse. Uh, you really jumped into the Saturday runs. You jumped into this oming practice. So for myself, I'm curious to see, you know, what your next action is going to be and what it's going to look like. So what I want to do is, is uh, follow up, do another episode with you um, where we, you know, give an update on your epic challenge and, uh, and see what sort of, what, what more magic and what more, uh, connection and, and, um, the deeper relationships you've been able to create, uh, through just who you're being and how you're, you're relating to your challenge. Absolutely, Matthew. You know, I am always about hanging with you, my friend. So. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, Sandy, thank you so much for just taking us through this journey of, um, this epic challenge and being so transparent about how you felt and, uh, and, and how you've moved through it and the actions you've taken um, and really just being an example of what it looks like to take massive action when you want to create a new result or new experience in your life. Um, and you know what? I, I, I love what you said at the end as well about, um, you know, your body comp hadn't shifted after taking all of the, all of that action, but um, your relationships and your attitudes towards yourself and your ability to um, express yourself and be authentic had shifted in a great way. And that was worth so much more to you. And, and I just, I love that. I love that for the person who's listening that is feeling like they're in an epic challenge right now, um, receives feedback, takes action, and the shifts that they experience aren't in the areas that they thought they would be in. But to still be able to recognize those shifts is powerful. Yes, absolutely, because that's the beauty of the game of life in that that you, to me, that's what I'm really calling for, because now that I have that connection to this courageous expression of my authentic self, that is really, really what I wanted, I want to experience, and that's what was underneath this 
okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it in a way that I'm dealing with my body comp. But so that's what honoring who we are, honoring who I am and whatever it is that I bring to the table, a challenge or whatever, it's not coming from out there. It is the gift of myself giving to myself every moment of the day. So let us celebrate how powerful we are in this co-creative process and let's embrace it and experience life in joy and love and rock it out. How's that, Matthew? Bam. Give me goosebumps. (laughs) Wow. Sandy, thank you so much. You are amazing. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate you and I look forward to doing an update and actually look forward to seeing you in a few hours. We'll be We'll be getting together for COI for the weekly accountability group. So it's going to be awesome. Cool. See you, Matthew. Have a beautiful day. All right. Love you, Sandy. Bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. Two quick things before you leave. First, did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep. We are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, All you need to do is visit FiresideNetwork.com and under Shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show. And here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.